Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hey gang, Bill Kasky back at the podcast. Welcome back. Glad you're with me today. We're going to get back to some basics. You know, I've had several calls recently from VPs of sales and uh, sales managers wanting to talk about how to improve their team. And it seems like, and I don't know if it's just this post-pandemic phase we're in or or whether it's always kind of been there, but there's this there's this desire to get back to the basics. The basics of how do I make a call, the basics of qualification. You know, we've kind of gotten strung out there in the world of social media and LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and try this and try that and do this and do that. And you know what? I'm guilty of that, of that a little bit as well, is trying to lever everybody up into a new world with social media, digital production, content creation, brand building, etc. But are we really paying attention to the basics? We should be. We should be paying attention to the basics at the same time we're doing these things. So I want to share with you a handful of what I see as the basic sales skills. Maybe you'd even call them client acquisition skills because I don't don't think, and you've heard me talk in this show, I don't think that selling is only about what happens in front of the prospect. I just think that's, I think that if that's the only thing you're working on is how to improve your skills in front of the prospect, I think you're missing a, a huge amount of potential in the other areas of preparation and planning and business development. So I'm going to go through these one at a time. By the way, if you want to go to BillKasky.com, you can get access to some of our content. If you're interested in any kind of training or training of your team or personal development and coaching, there's uh, places you can put in your email address and we'll get back to you on that. First skill is I don't know. These aren't in any order because you you could always say that one is more important than another for a certain person. But here's number one, prospecting behavior. Prospecting behavior is anything that you're doing today that is designed to begin a conversation. In the past, it might have been cold calling. It might have been visiting, professional visiting, dropping by. It might have been networking events. Anything that you're doing where you're you're reaching out, you're, you're outward focused on uh, connecting with people. Today also, it could be LinkedIn. It could be email. It could be writing something or creating a piece of content and then sending your 1,000 LinkedIn people to it. So don't limit this to cold calling. Prospecting behavior could be a lot of different things. But that's one of the basic skills. So write that down. How are you doing at that? How are you at prospecting behavior? If you don't have enough prospects in your funnel, in your pipeline, then probably you're not doing very well at that. Number two, planning and goal setting. I think there's three important plans. Number one is the one year. Number two is the 90 day. Number three is the 30 day. So one year, quarter, month. 
as you plan and as you set your goals, I think it's important that you not just set a number, that you follow it up with how. How am I going to accomplish that? Because if it's just a number, then it's just a forecast. And I don't think forecasts are inspiring necessarily. I think what's inspiring is when you say, look, I want to generate 10 new clients next quarter. And to do that, here's what I know I'm going to need to do. And a lot of these are just guesses. I mean, you know, the fact is that who would have guessed that 2020 would have turned out the way it did? So when you were setting your goals back in January or December or November of last year, you had no way of predicting this. So it's a constant tweaking and modifying and changing, but you have to have something up front. So what does it, what is it going to take for you to accomplish your goals? Just start a list. Just start a list. And if the list becomes overwhelming, then maybe your goals are too big. And I know there's that testosterone thing. Well, your goals are never big enough. Yeah, sometimes they are. If you, can't, if you can't look at a goal, if you set a goal for the quarter, let's just say 10 new clients, and you, don't, you can't look at that and with confidence say, yeah, man, that's possible. That's doable. I would rather you say that's doable and possible than, oh, man, everything's going to have to fall in place. And I know I'm supposed to make 1,000 cold calls a day, but I don't know about that. Don't. That's, that's not going to happen. Just not. So don't kid yourself. That's another podcast episode is how we kid ourselves and lie to ourselves. Anyway, number three, message fluency. Are you fluent at your message? I sent out a video to some of my VP of sales, LinkedIn connections and CEO connections. And the exercise was, and this is an exercise you can do too, is come up with one to two minutes of how you explain what you do. How do you explain to a potential prospect client, what you do or what your company does or, you know, how you work, whatever. Just if somebody says, hey, Charlie, hey, Charlene, what do you do? And you have a minute or two, not, not just 10 seconds in the elevator ride, that whole elevator thing, but I'm talking, you have a minute or two. How are you going to fluently message the value you bring to companies? I encourage you to record, give it a shot, record it, get it transcribed, then read it back, listen to it a couple of times and read it back to yourself. And you will start to just naturally improve your pitch. You'll just naturally improve it because you'll start to look, you'll look at it and say, well, wait a minute, why did I say that? I said that three different ways, or I, I used the same word nine times. Get clear on this, get fluent on your message. It's so critical. Number four, how to make an offer. How do you make an offer? And make an offer sounds like, uh, I know it sounds like uh, infomercial on uh, late night television, but you need to learn how to make an offer. And the offer could be something as simple as coming in to visit somebody or the first call. So if somebody calls me and says, hey, Bill, I think I might want to talk to you about uh, coming in and working with our team. And I am the sales professional, and I think you need to talk to the VP of sales and the owner. And I would say, well, here's, here's the offer. Here's what I think makes sense. And, and you might say, well, that's not really an offer. That's just kind of an upfront understanding. But the reality is that that is an offer. I'm going to give my time. I'd like to get something for it. You're giving your time. You'd like to get something for it. So how can we create, craft an offer that will satisfy all parties? So get good at the offer. 
that, that's critical. We talk about that a lot in the 2X group, and it's just vital. Number one, you got to have one. Number two, got to figure out how to talk about it. Number five, discovery of issues. You got to be good at discovering what are their goals, what are their pains, what are their dilemmas, what are their circumstances. We call this qualification, but I think that discounts it. These are human beings that have problems. Now, if you're in a transactional-based business, you're in an Amazon business, and all you do is transact over the internet, then you're not going to care about pains, goals, dilemmas. I don't mean you're not going to care about them, but you're not going to have to focus on that. But if you're selling tech, and if you're selling SaaS products, if you're selling uh, medical devices and equipment, I mean, there's a lot of things you could be marketing and selling where you have to find out from the customer what's bothering them. You've got to get good at that. That's a skill that you need to get good at. Can I be honest with you? Most people aren't. If I were to link the low closing rate for most sales organizations, which I would say it's 15%, you know, you can argue is it you're 20 in your business, 10 in others, but it's 15%, which to me is very low. I would say the reason is we never got to the core issues. Never got to them. And I know you say, well, no, I'm, I'm good at that, Bill. No, oh, boy, you, you got me all wrong here. I'm good at that. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you are. That's not what I find. I find most people, most salespeople can't wait to start the close process and they really never get to the true issues. And therefore, the customer doesn't really feel like they understand them. I had a situation like that uh, recently where I was the buyer and I, I never felt like the person selling me really understood what I was trying to accomplish. And I was struggling. I was struggling trying to tell the person, but they didn't help me. Number six, connecting your solution to their issues. So once you know their issues, which is number five, you've got to figure out how to connect the solution to their issues. If you are just throwing down the thousand pieces of the jigsaw puzzle uh, willy-nilly, as I like to say, which I've not said in a while. I love the, I love the term willy-nilly. <laughs> where did that come from? Where did it come from? And then where did it come from in my mind? But if you're just throwing down the pieces of your solution willy-nilly and, and having them try to make sense of them, you're not helping them. So you've got to be very intelligent and focused on connecting how your solution is going to fix their problem. Number eight, adherence to the sales process. Most of you probably don't have a good sales process. And a good sales process to me is something that the customer is intrigued with, wants to follow. They want you to take them through and, and guide them through the process. Because at the other end of the process, there's gold of some kind. I don't even mean them working with you. But if, is there something in your sales process right now that's valuable for your customer? If there's not, what, what good is it? Isn't, nobody's going to follow it. Because it's just going to be you trying to ramrod them through it. So adherence to a really sound sales process is number eight. Number nine, you got to know how to dissect deals. Uh, man, we spent a lot of this, a lot of time in, in my coaching practice and uh, small group coaching, dissecting deals. And if you get good at dissecting your own deals, you just get better at the deals in general because you know what to expect. You know where it falls off. You know where it goes off track, where you end up in the, in the weeds somewhere, off track uh, in the weeds, of course, in the woods. Uh, but you got to get good at that. Get good at that. Number 10, presentation skills, capabilities, demos, all that stuff. That's good. You got to get good at that. 
even though I put that number 10 because I'm not sure how I'm not sure how important that is from a technical standpoint but I do think I do think your ability to present and maybe this is where you're presenting your offer your ability to present your solution and your value is critical and number 11 I got a bonus here number 11 I always say that when I don't have an even number is atmosphere creation basic skill probably should be in the top three, but again, I'm not ordering these, is atmosphere creation. Are you creating the atmosphere with your, with your prospect that allows them to tell you the truth? Or are you creating an atmosphere where they're defensive? And you, most people, when I ask that, will almost always say, oh, no, Bill. Oh, no, Bill. I create an atmosphere for the truth. And then I'll listen to some of their calls or I'll say, okay, let's role play. And I know exactly what's happening. We're not creating the atmosphere for the truth. How do you do that? You do that by not selling, by not putting your your professional radio voice on when you're talking to people on the phone, by just chilling a little bit. Think about creating the atmosphere. You're creating the atmosphere for them to tell you the truth about what's happening in their world. If you're creating the atmosphere where you're constantly pitching and selling and, and trying to make a point and be credible, then why do you think they're going to do anything different other than resist and run? Run and resist. So how are you creating that atmosphere? And that takes some work, to be honest with you, because that's why we teach the concept of detachment. Because if you're too attached to the deal, you can't create the right atmosphere. You're creating the atmosphere for you or you're trying to sell them something and they're trying to get the hell out. So if you if you really buy into coming at the event from a place of high intent and detaching from the outcome, you will naturally be able to create a much better atmosphere. When you create a much better atmosphere, guess what? They tell you more of the truth. When they tell you more of the truth, you've got better pieces, more pieces to the puzzle so you can tell them whether you can help them or not. And your solution becomes spot on to their problem. If not, it's not. Go to BillKasky.com. That's all for today. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about maybe some other, more some non-traditional skills that uh, we've been talking about lately. But I think it's really good to get back to the basics. If you like, talk to me, BillKasky.com. Plenty of stuff there if you're in the market for a small group coaching experience where you really want to grow your business in 2021. Uh, you can go to v2xgroup.com. And if you're interested in me training your team or taking a look at that, go to BillCaskey.com. Plenty of stuff there. See you all next time. Bye.